Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To alchemize an idea, to have it begin in your mind and to bring it into this three-dimensional world where we can feel it, we can see it, we can touch it, we can experience it, is truly one of the most spiritual experiences that I feel like we can go through in this lifetime. It is literally witchery. It's creating magic. When you have an idea, when you have a business idea and it comes to you, it's downloaded into your brain, it sparks something within you, and then you bring it to life. That is literally us as humans performing real life magic. But how do we stick with it? In the midst of burnout, in the midst of disappointment, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of rebirths and deaths and different cycles throughout our business and throughout the idea, how do we stay with it? How do we continue to see the vision and continue to live it out? I am so excited, Skinny Dipping listeners, to talk to an amazing woman today. I have just met her, but I have been wearing her clothes for literally ever. I don't even know if she knows this, but I literally manifested us working together and sitting here today. Like maybe like two years ago, I was brainstorming just brands that I felt truly aligned with my vision, with Skinny Dipping's vision. I don't think she knows this, but like two years ago, I actually, Kieran, like wrote down the brands that I felt like were so deeply in alignment with skinny dipping and with me. And one of them was Wolven. And Wolven is a sustainable activewear brand and they also do swimsuits. And I swear to God, I've been obsessed with your stuff for years now. And the fact that we're sitting here today and I'm wearing my cute little gifted Wolven set makes my heart so happy because I already owned your stuff. I already followed your Instagram. And it's just so cool that when we are in alignment with things that we love, like they end up being attracted to us. It's just pure magic. And today I'm so excited to dive in with the CEO and founder of the amazing, sustainable, and sexy company, Woven. Guys, skinny dipping listeners, who's ready to strip down and dive in? This is Kieran Jade. Come to the mic. Welcome to Skinny Dipping Beautiful. Hello. Hi, babe. I'm so happy to be here with you today. 
Oh my God. Did you like, I don't think I told you that before that I like literally have been wanting to work with Wolven. Did you know that? No, you're literally giving me tears. I <laughs> cannot believe it. It makes me so happy that you already had our stuff too. Oh my gosh. I literally love Wolven so much because it's so incredibly comfy and I just love anything that has a sustainable message behind it because I mean, I love the planet. Like I'm born and raised in Hawaii. So like the Aina, the land, like that is something that is so close to my heart. And the fact that you are making that sustainable and cute is just something that not everybody is doing. Like, I feel like this stuff is so cute. So cute. Thank you so much. I mean, 100% like same philosophy for me from the beginning, Ahimsa, which is one of the concepts in yoga of nonviolence was just at the core of Wolven's mission. Mm -hmm. So really making sure that we are being nonviolent to the planet and to our workers and towards just everything and putting together the brand was always really at the heart of our mission. Wow. And what inspired you? Like you have been running this company for 10 years almost, right? That's what you were telling me before we hopped on this interview. And I'm just like, wow, how did you even begin? I feel like people have these ideas and they come to their brains, but then they just never take action on them. And I really want people today to leave inspired to know that whatever that idea that is coming through for you, it's not coming through for just you. It's coming through for the collective and the planet and for the betterment and service of everyone. So what was that journey like when you first started Woven 10 years ago? So for me, in the beginning, I actually started Wolven in college, and I was in school for fine art, and I've been painting for as long as I can remember, probably since I was four. Mm. And I've always been an abstract painter. I've always made art, and it's always been inspired by my heritage. So wow. I'm half Indian, half Pakistani, and the colors of the East, the patterns are all something that was just present in my household present with my family and something that I felt like when I would walk into yoga studios in the U.S. just wasn't really there. Mm. And so initially I wanted to bring part of that aesthetic of the East into the Western yoga practice. Wow. So that was really my vision and to take everything that I love. So to take my culture, my heritage, sustainability, working with materials that are conscious of their environmental impact and then also my art and put those things together into something that I'm passionate about, which is my movement practice mm -hmm. and my yoga practice, just felt like the right way for me to take everything I love and bring it all together. I'm like mind blown right now because I feel like that's where the magic literally happens is when you take all the things that are almost like your God-given gift or just whatever you've been like literally born to do, you take all those different characteristics and all those different talents and aspects that you have of yourself and then you combine them into one. I feel like that's where you create a unique brand image and like that's kind of what I've done. And even when I first started doing the podcast, and I rebirthed the podcast, I was like, wow, like I want to incorporate my photography and I want to incorporate my movement practice and all these things that make me me. I think when you combined all those things, that is when the brilliant ideas happen. Would you agree with that? 100%. And I think what I've been learning the most over the last year is that as I evolve, the brand is evolving too because my interests are shifting. What I'm calling in is shifting. What I need in my life is shifting and our customer is growing with us. And so I feel like we're on this journey together. And so instead of feeling that I have to keep the brand a certain way and be the one to adapt for it, I almost feel that we're on this journey together mm -hmm. and our customers' growth kind of mirrors my growth. And I find that 
what I need is what they need. And so mm-hmm. it's really cool to be able to grow with my audience. And I really think when you do that and you live in such deep authenticity for all the cycles that you go through in life, people resonate with that so much deeper. Like take us back to like 10 years ago. I think with ideas, like the hardest part is starting. And if somebody came to you and they're like, you inspire me, Woven inspires me, like it does me. And I also have an amazing business idea that brings in all the different elements of who I am. And I really see it being something big, but I'm so afraid to start. I don't know where to start. What would you say to someone? Because I really believe that starting is the hardest part. And it's so funny because this morning I actually opened a book and my friend had given it to me. I'm forgetting the name, but it has to do with resistance within our art. In the book, it basically said, writers know that the hardest part isn't writing. The writing comes easily. The hardest part is sitting down to write. And I feel like that is the same with business. To actually just begin that is the hardest part. Once you get momentum going, like you are committed, you are in it, you are invested, you've invested your time, your money, your energy and everything into it. So it's easier to keep going, but starting is the hardest part. What would you say to someone who really wants to start an idea that they are so passionate about, but I don't know if they're too scared or they just like feel resistance. What was that experience like for you just beginning? I mean, you're all fire signs, so I'm sure you were like right out of the gates, like let's do this. But I kind of am curious to hear about that part of your journey. Yeah, I think ultimately for most people, the thing that holds them back is fear. Mm -hmm. And I think that fear comes from a place of fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of what if this vision that I have ends up being executed and it's not exactly how I imagined it to be. And, you know, what if I can't do it? What if I can do it? I think people have fear around that too. Yeah. What if um, it all goes right? What what if if it blows up? What what if it's amazing? Literally. That's scary too. And we'll get into that because you had that experience where you were getting all these things that you wanted all of a sudden and everything was coming to fruition and you were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's this part of us that comes in that's like self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, feeling like we can't handle it, the overwhelm. So it is the fear of not doing it, but it's also the fear of like, what if it also happens? Yeah. What if it's awesome? You know, (laughs) I think there's fear around everything. And I feel like that's what stops people from, you know, going to the table and opening their journal and starting to write their book or doing whatever it is that they truly feel called to this planet to do. And for me, I have always been very comfortable with failure. And I think that's something that my father's an entrepreneur. I've been an artist since I was a little kid. I don't have that same hang up around what if I try to do something and it's not 100% perfect and I've witnessed that need for perfectionism from a lot of people in my life and for whatever reason that's not really there for me because I think philosophically I feel that attempting to do something is always a stronger outcome than having not tried to do it Mm. and that's really like my personal philosophy. Yeah, no, I love that. And did you pull that philosophy through the teaching of both your cultures? Like, what is that experience? Like you kind of talked about how both your cultures inspired you. Like what teachings and virtues from your upbringing has inspired your mindset? So, so many things. 
So my dad is Hindu and my mom is Muslim. So I grew up having exposure to a lot of different ideas around religion and wellness, how we take care of ourselves, how we take care of the planet. And on top of that, my father is an entrepreneur. So I watched him build his first business in our townhouse. And then it grew into a publicly held company that IPO'd. And, you know, he took something really small and built it into something really incredible And so I've always seen that work ethic. And I've also seen how he's coped with his challenges through his business by being grounded in his faith and in his spirituality and in those practices. So no matter how hard work would be for him, he would still come home. And when we were kids, my brother and I would sit in bed with him and we would meditate every night with him. And we would go to the temple on Sundays with him and just do things that maybe in a more Western family you wouldn't expect of a CEO of a publicly held company to prioritize doing. Wow. No, I love that because I feel like it is the groundedness that keeps us and the groundedness and also the faith, the faith that you were meant to have this idea. You were meant to pursue this business. Like it wouldn't have come to you if you weren't meant to pursue it. And something that I always tell myself when I have an idea, like right now I have an idea for a documentary that I'm really excited about that I really feel like is going to be like a long, long term project. And it's so scary to think about beginning because right now it's just an idea. And it's so funny how this will foreshadow whatever it becomes to in the future. But I just genuinely feel like the hardest part is starting, but to have that groundedness and to have that consistency and to have that faith that I was given this idea for a reason. And I almost think about it as I'm doing a disservice to the universe, to source, to the collective if I don't pursue this idea. Sometimes that's what comes to me is that act of service and being like, it is a disservice. This idea has been planted and downloaded and given to me because something greater than myself believes that I am capable of it. And I feel like it's you with Woven, like you are doing something so amazing in the industry, especially with the planet and sustainability and your message and your virtues and intention behind the company. This idea was given to you for a reason. If you didn't start it 10 years ago, it would have been a disservice to the collective. Sometimes when I think about it like that, I'm like, damn, it is my responsibility to move forward with this idea. Even if I'm scared, even if I'm worried it won't work out, even if I'm worried about what other people will think about me or the project, I have to come back to that it would be a disservice not to do so. And I think that motivation sits so deeply within me because when we are motivated by service, I feel like we're so deep in our purpose and our fulfillment. Is that your experience? Like, do you feel like you are just living deeply in your purpose and that is what has kept you going? Because 10 years is a lot and I'm sure there's been lots of trials and lots of roadblocks and redirections for you, right? So tell me about like the come up of it. It's like your come up story, baby. A hundred percent. So yes, I absolutely feel that we are given our gifts for a reason and whether you want to call it source or god or whoever whatever gives you those gifts for you to live and practice and so it is a huge disservice to not step into owning them especially when you know what they are because so many people struggle with why am i here what am i doing what am i supposed to do i don't know left from right i wish i had my calling so when you're at that place where you're so in tune with yourself that source is channeling through you then it is your responsibility to take that next step and execute whatever that vision 
is. I really believe that wholeheartedly. And so for me with Wolven, it's like in the beginning, it was just, hey, let me try to put my art on clothes in a way that is as environmentally friendly as I can. And I'm just going to sell these clothes at the Arts District flea market and see if anyone likes them and see if this really is where I'm supposed to go, if this really is the right direction. And I felt that immediate feedback and resonance with people where they would see the prints and come up to me and be like, what is this? This is so different. And that was the confirmation. And that is like little breadcrumbs from the universe. Like the random people, I'm like, are they even real? Are they just part of the simulation? Like they're coming up to you and they're like, I resonate with you. And it's like those breadcrumbs from the universe be like, keep fucking going. Absolutely. And that validation and that affirmation. That's how my co-founder Will came into the company right from the beginning. I saw his art. He saw what I was doing. He was like, hey, I love what you're doing. And I've never had this feeling with another artist where I saw his art and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I made that. Wow. And our art just together felt so synergistic that it made so much sense. And on top of that, our skill sets just complemented each other so well that we were really able to create this thing together. And it made it so that when I had moments of doubt or moments of burnout or moments of, hey, like, am I on the right path? I had a partner there to hold space for me to take on a little bit of extra responsibility so that I could rest. And we really were able to be that for each other for a large chapter of the business. Yeah. So kind of getting into that a little bit, your co-founder ended up becoming your partner, your life partner, your boyfriend, right? And can you tell us about what that experience has been like? Because you guys really founded this together and created this vision and built it. It seems like you guys really built this together from the ground up. And it's crazy when you have that synergistic creative energy with people. I understand that so deeply, even like with my like ex podcast host, like so many days, like I'm like, oh, damn, I just miss our like creative artistic like flow together. Because when you have that connection with somebody, it really is like unmatched for sure when you can like work with someone creatively and like to lose that is like so tough. Absolutely. I mean, in the beginning, it was so much fun because we were so young. We met in college. We were best friends. We were best friends for three years before we started dating. Wolven was a little baby idea when Will came into it. And we were both so dedicated to the vision and to each other. And so being able to grow it together was just such a wild journey. I mean, we started the business when basically I had an apartment. He had a room in a house. He ended up subletting that room in the house. I ended up subletting my apartment. We basically lived out of my car. We would travel from city to city and do Wanderlust Yoga Festival. Half the time we would camp because we couldn't like afford to do anything other than camp. We would set up this like 10 by 10 tent and just like... That's how we grew the brand. You guys were hustling, coming from the bottom up, started from the bottom, now we're here type of vibe. And like, I also want to go back to what you said about your like, oh, I just had this idea. I wanted to put my art on clothes in the most sustainable way and like sell it at the market. And I feel like that's such a beautiful mindset because I think people get into a business, a passion project, and they're immediately thinking of the 10-year outcome. How can I make this the biggest thing ever? And I think that is just where we all go wrong because when you are so focused on the final outcome, 
I just don't feel like that's where true magic is created in a business. You could have never told me like what skinny dipping would be now. Like even though it's only been two years, I have no idea like how insane it's going to be in 10 years, but I don't even think about that because I like to think in a project mindset. What can I do now? What can I create now? And how can I like see the fruition in the next six months from whatever? And I think that's such a powerful mindset to have is having that daily commitment and that true presence with the experience you're going through rather than being like, I see like what it's going to be 10 years from now. I feel like the come up story is to experience. And I love that you were so deeply present with the experience. Absolutely. And I think 100% to your point, that is where people go wrong. And I feel like somewhere along the way, that is where we went wrong too. And it became hey, Wolven is growing. We're in a pandemic. We're growing 500% year over year. How do I raise venture capital? How do I talk to private equity firms every day? We need to work on the pitch deck every day. Who are we recruiting? What is And this is the two of you. Like the two of you doing everything together. The pressure is on. You're in a heated cooker pressure. 2020 comes, the pandemic happens, and the business starts to really blow up. We had to really reevaluate. Okay, we are in a new chapter. This is not this cute little thing that is in our basement anymore. This is a serious company. The set of people that we need to take it to the next level might not be the set of people who got it here. People in my life, because my team is everything to me. Mm. I love them so much. I have the right people around me. And I now truly do embody that idea that you have to clear space for the right things to come into your life. Mm. And that is, is so scary. It's so scary. It seems like it's the worst thing in the world to like lose people that you were counting on or or this idea of how things should be or how things were going to go. And then it just completely takes a 180 turn and you're like, this seems really scary. And it's crazy looking back in a couple years and you're like, whoa, thank God. Like that's such the weird thing about life is like it always throws you for a loop and then it just does exactly what you needed. It gives you exactly what you needed. It really does. And that's where I think I now am in a place where a little bit of that resistance has dissipated where when things are going wrong, I'm not like, fuck, why is this going wrong? I'm just like, okay, just breathe. Mm. Something is happening. You don't see the big picture yet, but it's going to be okay. Totally. You can't see what dominoes are being placed in a different almost dimension for everything to fall into place in a certain way. And I think for me personally, like I love the actionable advice. And if anyone's listening and they're like, I haven't gotten there yet. And I understand because I used to have a death grip on life. Like I was like, I need to control everything. Like both of us Aries, like we're like leader. I need to like come in. I need to fix, fix, fix. I don't know. Have you experienced that? 100%. It's like the Ram energy. It's so like real with the Aries. Like we just want to be leaders. We want to help everyone. We want to fix everything. And I really had a death grip on life and it would show up in every way in my business and my friendships and my relationships, like a lot of control going on. And in the last year, I really have released so much of that control. And I think the biggest thing is working with my brain and looking back, like I literally have gone and I've written down in my journal multiple times, or I'll just say it out loud and remind myself of different times that things quote unquote went wrong, that everything fell apart, that I lost somebody in my life that I really cared about, or I lost that job or I lost that opportunity. And I was so heartbroken and I cried and I was in panic. And I remember that moment. And then I remember 
three months later, six months later, two months later, when I realized that moment needed to happen for everything else to happen and everything else to go right. And that proof and that predictability and that familiarity with my brain has began to let me release that control and death grip on life. And now when things aren't working out or there's resistance or roadblocks, like I really just see it as such deep protection. And like for you, how have you released that resistance? Has it just been something that has naturally come up? Or, I mean, you have that triple fire, so I don't know if that would naturally come up for you. I feel like it's something you have to intentionally and consciously choose. What is that experience like? Absolutely. There are a lot of practices I've had to integrate into my day-to-day life in order to stay in a mindset where I'm able to operate from my best flow state. I have found somatic therapy to be really, really helpful. I love the coach that I work with. She is amazing. I think because I am in that very masculine energy of, okay, hey, I'm running a company. I have to get this done. I have to make sure everything's okay, not only for me, but for everyone else. Mm. And just like I'm an operator in that way. For me, stepping into, hey, I need to prioritize taking care of myself and my mind and my heart. And I need to not just store all these things in my body, which is what I was doing for a long time, has been a huge part of my healing journey. So actually for years, I had chronic back pain and I had just these issues where I was like, what is wrong with me? I feel like my physical body has problems, you know, and I was getting MRIs and I was going to the doctor and I was taking medication and I like, I wasn't understanding, even though I had a strong yoga practice and stuff, I wasn't fully owning like, hey, Kieran, your body is telling you, you need to slow down. Uh, yeah. And that's what was coming through for me too. Yeah. It kept being like, slow down, slow down, slow down, Just slow down, <laughs> Kieran, slow down. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I can do it. I can do it. I got it's it. Just, like, like, shut the fuck up, body. I got it. Yeah. I know. And then we realized that like sometimes like the best thing that you can do for yourself is rest and like to move away from burnout and to move towards balance, you know? Absolutely. And to ask for help. I think delegation, man. Oh, delegation has changed my life. Like a year ago today, I was doing literally everything for the podcast, like editing, finding sponsors, finding guests, like our Instagram, like literally everything. Like it took up all my time, like, and especially editing the podcast. And I just remember like one day literally like being on my fucking knees, like looking up at source and being just like, I need help. Like pulling, I had this goddess. Um, have you seen like the goddess Oracle deck ever? I feel like it's a known one. (laughs) And I like always was pulling like the delegate card delegate. And I think I tend to be in that masculine energy a lot too. I feel like that's just like the Aries in us. Mm -hmm. And it can be really hard to ask for help. Like how have you shifted that mindset and began to delegate and realize that you don't have to do it all alone? For me, this last year has been so much about stepping into my femininity in every way. And so from little things like making sure there are always flowers in my house and plants around me to bigger things like delegating time to my team for them to like not only take on more with the business, but also as I begin to understand myself more as a whole person, I think I'm stepping into being a better leader. Uh, yes. Because I see them as whole people, you know, so I'm not operating from this space of like, oh, you didn't do this on time now. I'm mad. We missed a deadline. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. I'm in a space of like, hey, things are going to get done as they need to get done. We won't always be exactly on schedule. We'll always be pretty close. We all have the same vision and same mission. We understand what our timelines look like. You're having an off day. What's up? 
Yeah. And that is the beauty of leadership. And that is a sign of a good leader in a company is when you can see the whole picture, you can zoom out and you're not pigeonholing yourself and getting tunnel vision on the little things. Like you're looking at the big picture because when people are joyful and fulfilled in their work, that's when they're going to do the best. And that's when they can do their best for you and your business. So I feel like that's such a beautiful transition to come into. Absolutely. And I feel like for me, on the opposite side of anxiety and fear is grace. Mm. And that's really kind of been my word of the year this year, where I'm just trying to be more graceful and intentional with everything in my life. And isn't it crazy that when you begin to give yourself grace, you begin to give others grace? Like that was totally me in my friendships or my relationships. Like I just had very high expectations for everyone, like all the time to the point where sometimes my friends were like, Kayla, like girly pop, like we cannot keep up. And this was me like five years ago. And now if my friends were to cancel on me, if they were to just like say they couldn't do something or couldn't show up every single time, I give them so much grace and give them so much love and compassion. Like I am not mad at them. I'm not resentful towards them. And I don't think it's something that shifted with them and me and our relationship in between. I feel like it's what shifted within me. Like once I started giving myself grace and giving myself permission to rest and listen to my body, I began to allow others to do the same in my life without judgment, you know? Exactly. I needed to grow. They needed to grow. It's all good. And now I'm in a place where I had that opportunity to have a fresh start in a place where I'm in a better mindset to be the best leader I can be and attract the best talent and have this culture that I'm so excited to show up for every day. That is literally so beautiful that you have cultivated that and you should be so fucking proud of yourself, Kieran. Like, I'm like just feeling so many chills and I feel like people are taking so much away from this. And so a couple months ago, like what was it, six, eight months ago, you ended your partnership and that also ended your business partnership with your co-founder, correct? Yes. So that was in September. I think I just hit a point where... I was ready to move into the next chapter of my life and we were growing in different directions. And it's scary when you do something with someone for that long because you believe that it will be forever. And I think we build attachments in a way that the idea of something can often become more meaningful to us than what that thing actually is in our life. So, hey, I'm in this relationship I love the idea that we're going to have been doing this together for 15 years and we're going to have an amazing, fruitful life that we built together from nothing to something huge. And I want that. And I want that conceptually so much that I'm going to put up with the day-to-day of being in pain. Mm, Wow. And like, how do you have the courage to remove yourself from that pain? Like just a reality check? Like, Honestly, for me... Yeah, it was a reality check. It was sitting down with my brother, who is my best friend, and having conversation after conversation of, hey, look, I know that you want this thing to go a certain way, but it's not going that way. And you keep saying it's going that way, but I see you and it's not. So yeah, Yeah, sometimes we need the people in our life to like call us out and be like, hey, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like something can be so good for so long and then it can just no longer serve the new version of you. And like that's giving yourself such deep grace and respect to know that it's time to move on. Absolutely. And I'm so grateful that 
I had been in a place with the business where my now co-founder, Amanda, had stepped into such a leadership role that she was in a place in her career where she was ready to take on more and hold space for me and allow for me to take the time I needed to heal. Wow. And I mean, that has been the biggest gift and blessing for me in my career. Mm-hmm. Wow. So in the past couple months, like, how have you stepped into this new rebirth? Like, is it feeling super overwhelming? I mean, I'm sure, like, in the midst of a breakup, but also, like, you're taking on the business (laughs) in this new way. Like, how have you navigated that? And if anyone else is going through a certain change in their life where they're needing to step into a new role or show up for themselves in a more independent way, how would you say the best way is to navigate that? So for me, I think there are two sides of how I've been navigating this. One is with the business and then one is with my own personal growth. On the business side, I've really stepped into a place where I view my teammates as partners in the business. They have equity in the business. They have been brought into the company in a way where I want them to feel that they can be on their own independent entrepreneurial journey through Wolven. And Wolven is that platform for them to grow on their own. So I'm aware of their independent career goals, what they want to do with this company, what they want to do next. And I'm constantly focused on how can we work together to achieve our common goal of Wolven's growth, but also how can we integrate who you are into our brand's vision so that it feels like it is our brand and they have that sense of ownership. So you're truly not just like delegating work, but you're also delegating the energy of the brand. Absolutely. I love that. Because you don't have to do it alone. Like, I don't know exactly what the quote is, but it's like, you can go far alone, but you can go the farthest or like to the fucking mountaintop with a squad, with a group. 100%. So who the fuck wants to go to the top of a mountain alone? Like, why would I want to do that? Why would I want to see the view alone? I don't want to do that. If no one's there to see the view with you, what's the point? What is the point? So that for me has been huge because... I mean, with Amanda, for example, her background in sustainability, her background in doing things like lobbying, I have no experience with. And so it's so cool to be able to be like, wow, this person was attracted to something I had a vision for, and she's able to take our sustainability mission and elevate it to a place that I would have never even dreamt of because she has this different background than I do. And that just makes us stronger together. It doesn't take anything away from me wow no I love that and you're being such an expander for me right now like I feel so inspired because like even though like I have the podcast like I know that I want to create just like an overall arching brand I just like love entrepreneurship and love business and to see the way you're doing things is like really inspiring the fuck out of me right now I'm like you're just an expander like I feel like I'm seeing this moment and like six months down the line I'm gonna be like I literally had to have this conversation with you because there's something within me that's literally boiling being like that's what I want like I hear that in me I'm just like that's what I want I want a team and people who aren't working for me but working with me and who also have their own vision and their own tools and sets of talents and God-given gifts like we were talking about before and they have their own amazing things to bring to the table I'm like that's what I want I feel like other people listening to are also like I want that too I'm feeling so inspired hell yeah I mean it was funny I went on this date with this guy and it was so funny he was like yeah when I heard you talking about your teammates I thought you were a professional athlete (laughs) it's like that's so funny because you will never hear me say like oh my employees never because I I always say my teammates we're a team like this is a team you know that's how we function and 
I truly believe everyone's role is equally important. Mm. So that is how our company culture is. Damn. And how have you navigated like the personal aspect of your independence? So for me, the personal aspect has been so much about stepping into learning how to be by myself. So I'm 32 years old. I'm about to live alone for the first time in my entire life. I have always lived with a partner. I am really excited. I'm moving to New York, which I'm really excited about too. Wait, when? So August 1st is when my lease starts. So since September, so it'll have been almost a year, I've been a digital nomad and I've been traveling and just working on my own healing. I spent a lot of time in Asheville, North Carolina in the mountains. I worked with an amazing acupuncturist there. One of my coaches lives there. So I had some wonderful one-on-one sessions with her, which were so, so meaningful. I did three weeks of Panchakarma in Bali, which was amazing. So that's intensive Ayurvedic detox. That really gave me time to unplug and just reset my body as well. And then I spent a little bit of time just traveling and getting inspired. I went to Paris for a month. I saw some of my best friends who used to live here and actually had to move away from the U.S. during the pandemic. So I hadn't seen them in a really long time. And that was amazing just to get to like drink wine in France and hang out with my best friends every day and go thrifting and just do things that I love to do and step into like, okay, who is Kieran as a whole person? Not just who's CEO Kieran, but or even who's wellness Kieran, but like just who are you really? What do you love? And it's been amazing being able to be like, okay, I really put myself first and I recognize that if I don't do that, I am not good for anybody else either. Because I think that's something, especially as women, we kind of can hear, but it doesn't fully register where it's like, oh yeah, put yourself first, girl. But you know, we don't really do it. How do you embody it? How do you embody it? And how do you really practice that without feeling like you're being selfish or, you know, you're not catering to other people in your life. And so for me, setting those boundaries with myself and also setting certain practices for myself, even if they're small. What are those small practices? I love the actionable steps. Yeah. Actionable steps are huge, right? So for me, little things, meal prep is a huge one. I find that meal prep is something I need help with. I will go into like intense work mode and forget to eat. Yes. And so I, and then I get hangry. Yeah. I'm, and then I'm miserable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally this morning I was talking to my teammate Claudia right before the podcast and she was like, Hey babe, can you do something for me? And I was like, yeah, what? She's like, can you eat something? Uh, yeah. And it's like, I'm like that with my team, you yeah, know, no, like they it's know needed. She's like, your energy's off. Like you need to go eat something, Yeah, which is amazing you to need have people that. like that. Cause I get like that too. Like people with a lot of fire in their energy and within them, I also feel like get really hungry. Isn't it like Vata? Yeah, and, yeah. absolutely. And Ayurveda, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. So food what, is what a huge are you thing. In, what are you in that? In that? Um, I'm Pitta Vata, but okay. mostly Pitta, which is the fire, okay, right? Yeah. I need to eat. <laughs> yes. Seems like really ridiculous to say, but I'm no, but sure I'm not so- the only one out there who no. like forgets to eat. I forget <laughs> when I'm in business work mode, cortisol is up, fight or flight is on. I forget that I'm hungry. I forget to eat. And then my energy starts changing and I start getting irritable or just like doubtful or whatever it is. And then I realize, oh my God, I haven't eaten. That's the problem. Girly, feed yourself. Literally. I'm like, good morning. Cool. I'm just going to have a black cold brew. <laughs> no food, ready to go. And it's funny because I feel like I'm like a tech bro in that yeah. way. Where I'm like, I'm up, okay, I'm going to like do some abs and then we're going to like have a cold <laughs> brew. And I have had to just like shed that mindset. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to wake up. We're going to do yoga. You're going to pull a tarot card. You're going to light some candles. 
I need that time. Yeah. And I wasn't giving it to myself for so long. And that is like 15 minutes. It is not even something you don't have time for. Totally. Everyone has time for it to just take that time to center and to take care of your body and to nurture yourself. Absolutely. So those little things have been huge for me. Incorporating more Ayurveda into the way that I eat has been huge for me. That's really... What does that look like? So for me, that looks like I've started cooking with ghee, which I was vegan for almost 10 years. So that's been a new shift for me. I found it has really helped with my digestion, which is great. Drinking room temperature water has been something small that I try to do not really drinking when I'm eating, just doing little things that help with my digestion, I have found to be really helpful. And then also trying to shift more towards natural products with my skincare has been huge. That's one that's a little bit challenging because I'm a little bit of a like skincare makeup girly where I'm like, I want to try all the new stuff yeah. and see, but it really simpler is better. For simpler sure. is better. <laughs> and I see it with like my most beautiful radiant friends. I'm like, all y'all do is go outside and use coconut oil. Like literally like <laughs> I, when people ask me about like what I use on my skin, I'm like jojoba oil sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally sunshine, like sunshine is everything. <laughs> 100%, 100%. Dude, oh my God, you are absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for all the insight and wisdom. I have a couple like flash questions I want to give you right now. First thing, if somebody has an idea and they really want to start, what would be your advice to them right now? Go for it. Yes, just go for it. Like, don't let the fear get in the way. Like, the fear is going to be there regardless. I think that's what people don't realize. They see people doing what you're doing, what I'm doing, and they think they're not scared. And the reality is we all are scared and we just are scared and do it scared. <laughs> yeah, do it scared. Everyone's scared. And also you're not going to be happy with yourself if you don't do it. So you may as well fucking do it. Literally. And okay, so if somebody has been in business for three, five, eight years, they've been putting in the work, but they're encountering roadblocks, but they know they want to keep going. They know they see this as a vision. What would you say to that person at that stage? I think almost the same thing. Don't be afraid to pivot. Things shift. Your vision is going to evolve. Don't see it as something that is linear. Growth is not linear. Growth is all over the place. You might yeah. go up and down and around as long as it is something you're still excited about. Explore with it because you may find yourself in a new dimension you never even knew existed. Yeah, literally. Okay, and last question. What's the number one thing that you would say helps you live a more sustainable life and avoid burnout? Like finding sustainability and balance in your life, in your work, in your relationships, in yourself. Alone time. Mm. I have to spend time by myself. I had a very interesting conversation with someone recently where he was saying like, well, if you have to be alone, like maybe you're just not around the right people. And I think for me, I have to be alone. Like there's a lot of fire going on. I got to be by myself. Like yeah. I need time to just recharge, like recharge, breath work, pull a tarot card, cry, take a nap, <laughs> yes. whatever, like drive around and blast music. Like, and I feel like people like squeeze in alone time. Like, do you plan it into your schedule? Alone time is like number one for me. Yes. Okay. I needed that today. I needed that advice. I've been like literally on the go for two weeks straight and I cannot wait to get home tomorrow. I'm going to be so grateful to be back in my space. Alone time is everything. It's huge. And setting those boundaries where it's like, hey, yeah, you know what? I do really want to go out to dinner with this friend or I do really want to do this, but I'm not going to overcommit. I think I used to overcommit because I had this fear of letting other people down or mm. disappointing people. And now I've realized like, you know, if I'm in town for three days and one of those days 
I just have to hang out with myself. I've been traveling on the other side of those three days Literally. and I might not squeeze everyone in and I might not squeeze everything in and that's okay. And it doesn't mean I'm a bad friend and it doesn't mean I don't care about them. And if that's how they perceive it, they're probably just not it for me. Totally. I needed to hear that today. Cause after this, I'm like, trying to see so many people and I'm like I don't know if it's gonna work out I'm also like on my moon I'm like fuck so I needed to hear that so can you tell us all about Wolven because I'm repping it right now guys you can go check out the Instagram to see me looking cute on her couch right now repping Wolven we'll post some pics over there but can you tell us all about Wolven the company the mission everything that you have coming for it and where we can buy it because everyone needs Wolven in their life Absolutely. So we are a LA based, but now LA and New York based yes. sustainable brand. We were mostly activewear and swim. We are actually about to launch our first streetwear capsule designed by my co-founder, Amanda, which we are so excited about. All of our- And it's act- so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. When I saw it, I was like, that's when I want my stuff to look like. I was like, God damn. I was like in- inspired, but also like, that's really good. I was like, you guys hit it. You guys I'm, like hit it on the mark. Yo, I'm so pumped. And that's like the type of thing where I've been, you know, I've been traveling. I've been stepping into myself and I'm like, this is what I want. Other people are going to like it too. Yes. It's really cool. Pivot. Yeah, pivot. Try something new. Who cares? If no one likes it, fine. But They'll like are, it. They're going to like so it. It's cute. dope. It's dope. They're so cute. I was like, I need one of those shirts. I'm so excited. And as you know, sustainability is really at the core of our vision. So all of our activewear and swimwear is made from post-consumer recycled plastic that might otherwise go into landfill. For each sale, we remove one pound of trash from the ocean. We're 1% for the planet members, so that means 1% of our annual revenue is donated to various nonprofits that we work with. We're also certified climate neutral, so we offset all of our climate emissions. And this new streetwear drop is going to be made from 100% recycled waste cotton which is really really exciting so we're so mindful about our materials we have so many ideas about new products we want to introduce we just brought on a new coo who was at manduka for 10 years she has so much experience she has an incredible background i'm just so excited about her and yeah we just have the right team in place to just take things to the next level and i'm excited to step more into my inner visionary and creative director and really be the person who gets to guide the brand's vision and like who we are and what we're doing and kind of step into what I feel my highest gifts are I literally love that and I also just want to note that one of my favorite things about wearing woven and especially after talking to you today it's like what we put on our bodies like everything holds an energy everything carries an energy so to wear something and to put something in your energy field that is created with such intention with such virtue with such consciousness for the planet and the collective I feel like that immediately like literally putting these clothes on my body literally feels like an immediate vibration raiser because it is coming from this place of inspired by source and I think that is the most beautiful thing and I think that we forget the power that what we choose to wear the power that it has on our energy on our mood on our vibe and I just think that woven's mission and woven's virtues and intentions and now knowing your backstory and everything I'm just like this brand is just going places it was just earth day so I want to talk about how we can make our clothing more conscious and that brings us to a deal with literally my favorite sponsor woven 
I absolutely love woven because they are making sustainability sexy. They have cute swimwear and they have cute activewear and they're made out of recycled water bottles. And Woven is a brand that is committed to putting earth first. Their objective is for their clothes and their brand to become a catalyst that helps start a bigger conversation about the environment. And for each sale, Woven removes a pound of plastic from the ocean so that not only are they creating a second life for plastic, these water bottles, but they're also helping clean the oceans as well. And you know, I'm from Hawaii, so I absolutely love their mission. And I want to give you such a good deal. I literally wear my flare leggings from there every single day. And I know sustainability can kind of feel like, oh, that's too expensive for me. But that is why I am going to bring you this amazing deal that you can use. 20% off your entire order. No limits. Go wild. 20% off your entire order. You're going to go to woventhreads.com or it's going to be linked below. And you're going to use the code skinny dipping, all lowercase, to get Literally 20% off your entire order. Don't walk, run. Go buy something from Woven now to get 20% off and make your closet more sustainable and, of course, more sexy. Like, it's going so far and I cannot wait to see everything that unravels. I feel like this year is going to be huge for you. Like, New York pivot party, I see it. Like, I'm just, like, getting such chills right now being like, yes, 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 confirmation. I just, like, want to thank you so much for coming on today and I want literally everyone to get themselves something from woven i swear to god guys like i'm obsessed i'm absolutely obsessed thank you so much thank you so much for having me i'm just so happy that i got to do this with you today because i was a little bit nervous this is my first podcast after so many big shifts and so thank you for holding space and creating an environment that just allowed me to feel nurtured and supported and i appreciate your support through our growth and i'm so excited for this next chapter for both of us i know this year is gonna be amazing i really just feel like everyone's stepping into their power and coming from a place of deeper intentional living and i just feel like your brand and my brand are so in alignment and I'm like just so grateful to be connected with you because I literally manifested this <laughs> but also because genuinely because I'm just like wow after hearing your story today it just gives me so much insight to why I felt so drawn and why I felt so aligned with the brand because all your mission and all your virtues like align so deeply with what I believe too and also you're coming from a place of such deep knowing and respect I feel like because you have been in practice of knowing yourself since a child, which a lot of people aren't. You carry such an energy that other people, you know, only find later on in life. So I just like commend you for that and everything that you're doing. I think you're absolutely brilliant. And guys, obsessed. Kieran, woven, obsessed. Can you give us your socials and everything? They're going to be linked below. Absolutely. So if you guys want to shop, it's just woventhreads.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Interest TikTok just at Wolven. Mm, obsessed. Wolven is absolutely amazing. And if you want to connect with me, yes. you can find me on LinkedIn. Of course. At Kieran Jade. Yes, LinkedIn Queen, CEO, girl boss. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final thoughts, baby. And then I'm gonna press this little and make sure guys to share this episode because this was such an impactful episode. Tag Woven, tag me. We want to see where you guys are listening. If you're on your hot girl walk or wherever you are, if you're on your drive, go ahead, post it on your story and tag at Skinny Dipping Diaries and at Woven so that we can see how this conversation impacted you. 
And if anybody like took notes, which I know you guys always do, please send it my way. Cause like the notes on this episode are going to be fire. Like I took so much away from this podcast and I'm a hundred percent going to be re-listening to this over and over again. Cause the fire sign in me, the CEO in me like needed to hear all of this about balance, about pivoting, about birthing our ideas. And I just feel so inspired. So make sure you share where you're listening and send us any downloads that you are receiving. Cause I'm sure as you're listening, you're receiving downloads for your own life and Um, I'm sure synchronicities are going to come up this week that relate to this episode. Pay attention to those. Your ideas that you have, you are given those ideas for a reason. Don't do a disservice to a collective by not living them through. It is your mission. It, It is your service to the world. And I just believe in all of you guys so deeply. And Kieran, what do you have to say from that? I feel like you have something to say and I want to hear it ASAP. Absolutely. I mean, I think for me, if I were to leave you guys with one thing, I would just say the biggest lesson I've learned in this last year is that true sustainability is not just about how you take care of the planet, but it's about how you take care of yourself, how you take care of the people around you and just building a life that is sustainable for you. And so kind of taking whatever your concept of sustainability is and expanding it more into a worldview and a lifestyle and a mindset and living from that purpose. Obsessed. Thank you, Karen. Bye guys. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.